Ishii The Last Yahi is a documentary film that tells the story of a native Californian man who, after years of hiding alone in the wilderness, emerged in 1911 near Oroville. The film debuted in 1993 and was screened in over 42 different theaters, including the Nevada Theater here in Nevada City and the Del Oro in Grass Valley. Wednesday, August 23rd, the Nevada Theater will hold a special screening. I spoke with the film's producer and director, Jed Reif. Mr. Reif, for those not familiar, tell us the story of Ishii. Ishii is a remarkable man who came out of Northern California in 1911 and challenged all notions of what indigenous people were like in Northern California at that time. Back uh, in 1850, one of the first laws passed in the state of California was for the punishment and protection of California Indians. It actually, they changed its name to the, the Act for the Protection of California Indians. But what it provided was for indentured servitude that any uh, Native American in California that was not owned or not uh, working for another white man could be taken away and made a, a property of whoever chose to take that person and forcibly. This was, you know, at the same time where many Californians like Bidwell uh, up in Chico were fighting for to liberate the slaves in the South which was kind of hypocritical since he had 5,000 American Indian indentured servants for that he had taken over their village. We have this long history of California Indians being abused. And what was so unusual about Ishii was one, that he came out in 1911 after over 40 years of hiding in his own territory in one of the most rugged, remote spots on earth on the side of a cliff of volcanic rock. And that's what allowed him and eight others to hide for over 40 years. In 1911, when he walked out near Oroville, he emerged there. No one on earth could speak his name. They actually brought him and put him in a cell for the insane in the sheriff's department at the jail in Oroville. And um, they brought in everybody that they could find, all the other native peoples, Chinese people, everybody they could find to try to identify who, where Ishii came from. And no one could speak his language. And that um, brought a group of anthropologists came down from Oroville, San Francisco to Oroville. They were studying uh, Indian languages. And when they heard, here's a man that no one could speak his language, they sent one of their guys up, Waterman, and he actually brought Ishii down to San Francisco, where Ishii would live for the next four and a half years. When your film first came out, when it debuted in 1993, it made quite an impact. Now, 30 years later, it's being revisited. Tell me why this film is still important today. Well, people don't know about what really happened here in California. And even though my film came out then, it was really well received. We won major awards at both American Indian Film Festival, San, San Francisco, American Indian Red Earth Festival in Oklahoma. People need to be re-educated, educated over and over again. And then a new generation has come up between 1992 and then. And I'm hoping that by seeing this film and understanding our true relationship with California Indians and the history here, that it will make them think differently about it, whether it's Indian gaming, whether it's Indians in the inner city community here, and how to think about how we have, how this relationship is continually changing, how Native people are buying back their own land, and how we're going to be developing a different relationship with Indian people than we had in the past and now and in the future. And as the film's producer, 
What do you hope that people will take with them after viewing the film? I hope they have a new appreciation for the indigenous people that were here at first contact and that were here when we seized the state of California from them, that they learn that people need a, a lot of land to maintain a traditional economy, that they think differently about their Indian neighbors that are right here, the Nisanon, the Maidu up north, all the people, Indians of California. California still is most populated state with Native Americans in the country. There's over 108 tribes here. And they traditionally owned every single piece of this country. That's what Alfred Kroger did, the, the anthropologist. And he, um, one of the great the things he did that was really right, not only was he did take good care of the issue, but he, um, he did a map of California um, that he presented at the Indian land claims in, uh, case in 1960, which established that every single piece of California was owned by an indigenous group. That it looks like, if you look at Kroger's map, it looks like a map of counties, except not counties, they're tribal areas, and they take up the entire state. There's no like part that doesn't have it. Just because you had a village site here didn't mean you need to go over there 20 miles away and hunt at a certain time of year. That's what I hope people have a better appreciation for. I've been talking with Jed Reif, producer and director of Ishi the Last Yahi. He'll be celebrating the 30th anniversary of the documentary's premiere and honoring the legacy of Ishii and the Yahi people with a screening at the Nevada Theater on August 23rd at 7 p.m. Mr. Reif, thanks very much for your time. It was really great talking with you. Thank you.